And hello, good people of the internet. It is I, Tommy Kelly, and in this episode, what I want to talk about is the whole idea of encanting or singing or intoning your true note or your soul note or in some way expressing yourself through a particular vibration, man. So there's two bits to this that I want to talk about. Hopefully I get to them without rambling too much as is my want. First is kind of the history of how this played out in my life, which may or may not be relevant to you, but it's important for me in order to kind of ground it and where I'm coming from and give you an idea of what it is I'm actually talking about in practical terms rather than just some sort of theory-wise. The second is then I want to kind of relate it to one of the servants and give some sort of practical use to it or whatever rather than just, again, just being theory. So... The whole idea of this came, first of all, um, about 20 years ago. I've got to the stage now where some of my stories are at least 20 years old. Some of them are a lot longer. I fell in with a group of druids. And it, it just it's one of those weird things that just kind of happened out of circumstance. But, you know, when you look back, go, oh, it probably was meant to be. Perhaps if you believe in destiny or fate of these things. It seems that there's, there was just too many things fell into place for it, to, for it not to have been some sort of you know, some sort of reason for it to happen. So also, because of that, I ended up meeting Stuart Wilde in Glastonbury and going to the Goddess Festival and stuff like that. There was a whole kind of very weird period where things were kind of synchronistically, synchronistically manifesting out. Anyway, I had got to know, to see an awful lot of the rituals while I was with them, and I wasn't a part of the Druids. I didn't join, but I did see some initiation rituals, and I did um, celebrate with them after, after the festivals and became part of that. And one of the things that came up at one of these, there's plenty of singing and chanting and, you know, drinking and having good fun, good crack, as we say here. But um, one of them was this whole idea of everyone was trying to get everyone to sing their note. And it was something then that came up later when I went to Glastonbury and I did a workshop that it was a, a kind of a, a thing as well. So it's probably, you know, it's probably something that happens a lot, but this was the first time that I had seen it. I came across it or was involved in it. And it was just without kind of any, you know, self-consciousness or whatever, just sing a note out loud. And I found it quite hard in one sense, even though I, ha I, was, I was a singer-songwriter at the time and I, as, and I was touring and um, there was just something about it that I found very kind of repressed and I couldn't do it or I felt that it was, rather than trying to express myself, there was a more performative thing that I was trying to in some way do it right for other people. And eventually I did a couple of drinks in and I sang a note, but it didn't feel like it was I was intoning my note or whatever. That it just felt like I was play, playing, LARPing, doing something that would be appropriate and that would be expected, but not necessarily true. So this kind of stayed with me over, over a long period of time. And then there was a, a kind of a notion there recently when I got back into music that I realized how much that I was stilting my own voice because I had allowed other people other people's voice to counteract my kind of wanting to sing. 
So when I started singing again or whatever, I, I, I noticed that every time I tried to hit a particular note or tried to sing in a particular way or tried to express myself, there was a, a kind of a voice that would come into my head that would say, don't do that, that's stupid, you're not able to do that. And it was the voices of many people over the years who kind of put me down, slagged me off or in some way made fun of me when I tried to sing or when I tried to um, express myself in that way. And an awful lot of it was other singers, which is interesting. And the more I thought about that, it was that in some way it was trying to keep, rather than put me down necessarily, which is what they were actually doing, it was trying to keep, trying to keep their place, trying, you know, remove the competition, if you want, and to keep them in their elevated place or whatever exactly what's going on in the mind. I don't want to speak for other people. That's what appeared for me um, when I really looked at it. But what it manifests in my life is that when I listen to some of my old recordings of me singing, um, it's a very weak voice. I'm afraid to sing. I'm afraid to say things out loud before, you know, or try to sing these high notes because of the ridicule that I think I would get. Even when I'm singing on my own, there's just kind of this, there's this kind of air of you know, that someone was going to laugh at you. And it was constantly there, and it was completely stopping me from singing to fully express myself. That There's a whole range of notes that I just wouldn't even attempt because I felt like, who are you to try and sing those notes? Who are you? You know, that's you're making a show of yourself. You're making a fool of yourself. And what happened when I kind of worked through that, and I got a bit of righteous anger and worked through it, turns out I can hit a lot of those notes. Now, I'm not saying I'm the greatest singer in the world by any stretch, but I'm an awful lot better of a singer than I was allowing myself to be and how I was expressing because I had allowed all of these other people and other ideas and to get in on me and to control me and to kind of suppress me. So that brought me back thinking about that time of intoning your own note and how it even at that point that I couldn't do it with the druids drunk in a field. And it was just kind of made me feel that that would be something I could practically work on as a magic thing, as a way to kind of intone your voice, to speak your truth, to have an incantation of your soul. Because, of course, when you think about magic and you think about the history of magic and even in kind of pop culture magic, you know, things like Sabrina, the teenage witch, and other things as well. This whole idea of rhyming, and there's a kind of a musical quality to, to magic. You know, there's things rhymed, and it's, you know, the spell is a bit more powerful and more real or something like that. And I wonder if that coming from the old bard thing of, you know, the way a bard would sing a song. And as Alan Moore talks about, there's, there's great magic in a kind of a ridicule or a parody or a spoof of someone that a bard could do because it would completely ruin their reputation. And it could completely destroy them. So there's the whole history of kind of cursing through songs, I suppose. And, you know, you have your poison pen songs, you have your revenge songs, you have, you know, all of these things that can echo through time and can, can really have a, a kind of a tangible effect on the world. This idea of speaking into the world and speaking your truth became very important to me. And it was something that I noticed I often did with all my magic was that even when I'm working with the 40 servants, I speak to them as if they're in the room. It's speaking your truth into the room. And a part of, I feel, that of the process of manifestation in this realm is speaking it, saying it out loud, doing, you know, rather than in your head, taking it from there, from that place, from that, because that's like the mental plane or the emotional plane into the physical plane. So what I did, and you can find your own way of doing it, is I just sat yesterday with my guitar, just playing a D chord, a drone chord, and just singing all the different notes and making, trying to listen to the voices as they come in, telling me not to do it, now you know that I can't do it, and all of these things, and then pushing against them. 
and then eventually got, I found my note and I found it. And it's quite a high note, quite a powerful, there was a bit of anger in it because it hadn't been spoken in such a long time and hadn't come out and hadn't been able to express itself. And it's not something that I'll be able to completely get over in one setting, so or one setting. So it's something I think we'll have to work on a lot and do more kind of um, sessions, let's say. But that got me then thinking, which is the second thing I want to talk about, how this would relate to the 47th. And in particular, it relates to the protest in the 47th, which on a kind of surface level is about protesting. You know, something you don't like, you give out about it, you get angry or whatever, you go and make your voice be heard. But there's a more, for me, the protester is about this thing of speaking your truth, of your true authentic voice manifesting. Coming into kind of uh, all the other stuff I talked in a previous vlog about, you know, taking on other people's truth, other people's ideas, say about magic or whatever, and kind of feeling that that's, the, that's how you have to express it because that's the truth of the world or that's how it's, you know, how other people have decided is, the tr is true or allowable or whatever, and then finding your own kind of voice within that. So it's coming out of all of these type of ideas and sentiments and so the protester is very much about speaking your own truth, to be heard, to say what you believe is true, whether or not the people around you believe it's true, whether that's considered truth or not, but it's your authentic voice. It's an incantation of your soul. It's your musical note. It's your song. And in the beginning was the word, but it can also be in the beginning, which seems more likely, was the song and the harmony of the heavens and the vibrations and how in music, how scales are inherent in nature, that the scales that we have slightly tempered to make them easier to work with um, are included in each note as overtones. And that's how it kind of come as a package. It's this kind of harmony of music and of magic and creation and speaking your own truth. So we did get a bit rambly, but it's what we do here. Um, so speak your own truth, find your note, and maybe it's not going to be a singing thing for you. It mightn't be, and you know, well, I can't sing. It doesn't really matter if you can sing or not. It's about overcoming that self-consciousness, overcoming all those uh, voices in your head that saying you can't sing. You know, oh, you're out of tune, you're, you know, you can't, all these. Just letting all that go and seeing what your authentic note is, what's your vibration, and let it out and speak your truth. Pretty much guarantee you it'll be a very emotional response in your body. It'll be something very cathartic and a remembrance of something that almost as if that you've lost um, an old friend or something like that. If you want to do what I did, is just pick a chord on guitar, piano, if you play an instrument. Get a drone going on YouTube, just any kind of instrument that's playing a note. Just keeping singing notes over it, harmonizing with it, just until you find a particular note that resonates with you. Sing it louder and sing it more powerfully, more truthfully, more authentically and sing your note into the world and see what response you get. So yes, good people of the internet, may you find your note, may you express it, may it manifest harmoniously, but if not, may you express it all the same and may your truth come into this world because uh, we'll be all the better for it when people are expressing themselves uh, in the best possible way, in the most authentic and true way. Good people of the internet, may your best days be ahead and be well.